Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Those of you who don't know, my wife and I are the, the pastors here up in um, the Treasure Valley and the Boise region, the Northwest region. And we're originally from the Northwest, from a little town called Puyallup, Puyallup, Washington. And uh, this week's a pretty cool week for us. Um, we celebrate this week on July 15th. Um, we moved our family from what we knew all along down to San Diego to be a part of Awaken Church. And we had no idea what we were getting into. We'd never seen it. We had a lot of religion and, and we loved God, but we just hadn't seen things the way they could be, the possibilities of a church that took the limitations off, a church that believed the word of God, a church that pushed the boundaries on the kingdom of God. And, and so in the last 12 years, our life has accelerated incredibly and um one of the greatest decisions we've ever made and and so uh but what's interesting is uh, that same day july 15th it just happens to be a, a pretty special day 18 years ago we launched our company sustainable interiors on a word from god and it's just been amazing ash like what god's done when it's uncommon and when you step out and trust god um he can do a lot with a little, you know, remember the story of the little boy with the five loaves and the two fish? God can do a lot with your little if you can surrender it to him. We didn't have much. We had no idea that what we had he could even work with. But we gave it to him anyway. And this little company is blown up. It's been wild what it's been able to do for other families and for our family. Um, and I just really want to glorify God. Uh, it's been fun. Well, hey, you're in the right place. Great job, Daniel and Caitlin Wilgenbush. Ay, 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 ay. You guys are fantastic. Um, shoot. I got a great word this morning. I'm pretty pumped up. We got a lot of new visitors in here, too, huh? Yeah. We were told not to plant, not to start a church in the summer in the Treasure Valley. And we said, you know, let's give it a shot. <laughs> what we found is if you, um, if, you if, if people are hungry for something real, something powerful, something authentic, and uh, it doesn't matter where or when, if you get the real thing, you're, I'm coming. I'm coming. And so... Uh, we're in our fourth month, just started our fourth month here. Just want you to know we're, it's been amazing what God's been doing. It's been a lot of fun. It's been encouraging. Probably been the greatest time that I can ever remember, babe. It's been so fun, huh? Ay, ay, ay. Well, hey, you're going to get to know us a little bit, and there's, it's really important right now we're still setting foundations okay and anytime you're going to be we happen to be in the construction industry so i know a thing or two about foundations and 
I've discovered that it doesn't really matter how pretty your finishes are if your foundation's off. And, and so you always want to spend a lot of time on your foundations. You really want to get your foundations right. You want to get your concrete mix right. You want to get your rebar set right. You want to get your core values established. And that's really what we are. And um, we're very simple here. We're not trying to complicate the word of God or the kingdom of God. What we want to do is we just want to release everything Jesus paid for and everything he intended to do in the earth right now. And, and so um, one of the many things we're into here um, at Awaken is the power of God. We unapologetically believe for God to move. We love the Holy Spirit. You know, he is a triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Now, I was a little suspicious of the Holy Spirit early on because I saw a bunch of weird people, and I hate weird, man. I'm like, I don't want to be weird, God. I don't want to be like, you know, that. <laughs> but I want to be effective. Why would he send something that he didn't intend to help us. Why would he send the helper, the advocate? Why? Why if there wasn't a purpose? And really what I want to teach on today is that the Holy Spirit is, is not an option for your life. It's, it's not like, yeah, it might be nice to have a heated steering wheel in the winter here in Boise. Like, it might be nice. It might be nice. It, 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 an additional benefit that you can take it or leave. Like, I'm going to tell you, the Holy Spirit, it's impossible to live this life for God in the hour we're in, in the crazy times we're in. It's impossible to live for him without him, without his power in you, without his power growing in you. And you and I, if we don't understand why and what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit and what it means to move in the power of God and why... Um, we'll never access it. So what I want to do is spend a little time and dive into the why. We want to give you a big why. Yeah. Because if you'll understand the whys behind he, why he sent the Holy Spirit, you'll cultivate an appetite to go after him. Yeah. And once you see what the Holy Spirit is really for, he's not for you to do weird things. He's not just for goosebumps. He's not just for praying in the spirit and rocking back and forth. The Holy Spirit comes to give you power for what God called you to do on this planet. And I'm going to say this. You, you cannot build God's church without the Holy Spirit. You can't. You can't. And so what we want to do is always make room for him. Make room for him to move in my own heart, in my own family, in our own business. We want you to cultivate an attitude of for him. So let's dive into this. We're actually going to spend quite a bit of time in the word um, this morning. Hopefully you like the word. What we want is for you to get the Bible inside of you. Don't let your pastors be the ones that just tell you what the Bible says. Go and read the word for yourself. Half the problem with the church today is we're illiterate in the word. We haven't cultivated our own hunger and thirst to grow in the word. 90% of hearing from God comes from spending time in his word. Yeah, if you wonder why you haven't heard from him in a while, check your habits, check your diet. All right, all right. Yeah, go preach it in here. Go preach it in here. 
Um, name of this message is Fresh Fire. Okay, and uh, I'm going to start in Luke 3.16, famous John 3.16, God so loved the world. Luke 3.16 is pretty solid as well. I'm going to start in the New Living. John answered their question by saying, well, yeah, I baptize with water, but someone is coming soon who's greater than I am. So much greater, I'm not even worthy to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. A little bit later, John 16, 7, this is right when Jesus, his last few things he says to his disciples before he goes to the cross. I want you to know he had to go to the cross to make a way for the Holy Spirit to come. Not just to ha- for you to have access to God, but for God to have access to you, Jesus had to go. So he started to instruct his disciples, his apostles, those people that were devoutly following him in what was about to happen and why. And this is what he says. This is John 16, 7 out of the New King James. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it's to your advantage. I like advantages. I like to have an advantage. I don't really care what it is that I'm playing or competing in. I like to have Andrew on my basketball team when I'm playing pickup. He brought us a great advantage. (laughs) Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away. Now, remember, these disciples were begging him to stay. He was like telling them what was about to happen, that he had to go to the cross. It was for the cross. That was why he came, okay? And so some of them were even arguing with him. Don't go. Don't go. It would be horrible for you to go. He's like, it's to your advantage that I go. Understand, why? What, What advantage could he possibly be talking about? For if I do not go away, the helper, capital H, the helper, That's one definition of the Holy Spirit. Can you just think of maybe an area or two in your life where you could use a little help? I'm just thinking right now, like, there's not, like, one area. I kind of need help everywhere. Across the board, I could use some advantages. So Jesus is saying, if all you have is me, and I don't send a part of myself, the triune God, into you. The same spirit that you are following me for. I heard it said recently that people follow Jesus because he had good character. He had good character, okay? People follow Jesus because he was a miracle worker. He moved in the power of God. He, he operated and brought heaven into the earth. Goodness gracious. Hey, there's a really integrous man in the desert. Let's t- Travel our family three days into the desert to go see this integrous man. What? It's insanity. There's a man who is moving in the power of God. And I need help. I need help. And he said, it's better that I go away. So that the helper comes to dwell in you. If I do not go... The helper won't come, but if I go, I will send him to you. Why would Jesus pay such a great price and then you and I think it's an option? 
just optional. Yeah, not my thing. Really? Not your thing? You sure? Can we keep going here? <laughs> I love this. This is John 16:33. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you will have peace. This world is crazy. Anybody looked around in the world you live in? Things that are happening in the United States of America right now that are just crazy, wild, nonsense, troubling. In this word, you're going to have trouble. Be a good cheer. I've overcome the world. But what, what was in Jesus that caused him to overcome the world? What, what was in him that caused him to be different when everyone before him was subject to the first Adam's fall? Why did they call him the second Adam? He had a different spirit, born also of flesh, but also born of God. And what is born of God overcomes the world. He says in this world, yeah, you're going to have problems. Take heart, though. My spirit is now in you. Oh, it's an option, huh? That's why you still have trouble. <laughs> Let me say this. Without the Holy Spirit, you're going to have more and more trouble. With the Holy Spirit, you're going to overcome more and more and more and more. We're an overcoming church. I'm going to tell you, it's who we are. It's our nature. We overcome. We like to fight. We actually like it when things are challenging. No, no i got to be careful. We're not like masochistic looking for pain. But we're not afraid of difficulty. We're not afraid of a fight. We're not afraid of things that don't work the way they should. And we're not afraid of stepping into the ring and throwing a punch or two. But I just don't want to do that without the helper. All right. Can you handle some more of the word? <laughs> I love this. Then, then he goes to the cross. He, he raises from the dead. By the way, it's the same spirit or power that raised him from the dead that is in you. I, I just, just in case you didn't know, I, that's the same spirit that's in you is the one that raised him from the dead. And when he rose, he walked around for 40 days, instructing, showing himself preparing his disciples, but the spirit had not yet come. He made a way, but is about to come. During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time, and he proved to them in many ways that he actually was alive. And he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Once, when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised as the lord told you before john baptized with water interesting he's bringing back what john had said john was correct but now it's about to go down man we need it to go down again john baptized with water but in just a few days you will be baptized with the holy spirit then the apostles returned to jerusalem from the mount of olives a distance about a half mile and when they arrived they went upstairs to the upstairs room of the house while they were, where they were staying here are the names of those who were present peter john james andrew philip thomas bartholomew matthew james son of alphaeus simon the zealot and judas son of james 
they all met together and were, listen, constantly united in prayer. Constant. That's why we have men's prayer every Tuesday, by the way, 530. Even on 4th of July, we had 40-some guys here, General Mike Clark. People are just hungry to move in the power. They were devoted to prayer. A prayerless church is a powerless church. Let me say this. A prayerless church isn't even a church. Because the, Jesus said, my father's house will be a house of prayer. You want some courage? You want some boldness? You want to be filled with the helper, the advocate, the one who's for you, sent to empower you? Get to prayer. Or is prayer optional for you? Is that just an option? I don't know. It depends on how much help you want. How much help you need. The reason I like to go to prayer is I need a lot of help. I've learned to depend on God. Make room for him. In fact, I can't imagine trying to do life without him anymore. In fact, it says apart from him, you can do nothing. But in him, abiding in him, nothing's impossible. Which part of the equation you want to be on? I want to be on the nothing is impossible for those who believe equation. Not the I can do nothing apart from him equation. Now, it's good to remind yourself you can do nothing apart from him. But you can't live there. It's dangerous for you to live there. Get this. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer. Along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women and the brothers of Jesus. Let's keep going. Acts. A little bit further. This is Acts 2. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly... Oh, shoot. There was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages. As the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit gave them the ability, they were completely amazed. How can this be, they exclaimed. These are people from Galilee. They they stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other, but others in the crowd ridiculed them, saying they're just drunk. There's always somebody who's going to ridicule a genuine move of God. Always. If you're afraid of ridicule, I'm sorry, Christianity's not for you. If you're afraid of persecution, if you're afraid of somebody being offended, if, if you live to not offend people, I'm sorry, you, 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 then you're not a follower of Jesus. He offended everyone, especially religious people. I'm going to tell you right now, in the Treasure Valley, the people that we will probably offend the most are religious people because we're going to push the boundaries on everything. We're going to get involved in everything. We're going to have a voice in politics. Oh, you shouldn't have a voice in politics. Polit you just preach the gospel, brother. Just, just preach the gospel. You just got to love people. Oh, really? You, you don't confront evil when it's trying to indoctrinate your children? You're, you're, you're going to just love? You're going to love those that want to indoctrinate your children? That's, that's the gospel, huh? Okay. You know what Jesus said to people that were indoctrinating children? It's better than a millstone we're throwing around your neck. And I'm going to talk about it. He's like, let the children come to me. Certainly don't let perverse people educate them or indoctrinate them. But, you know, it, it's great to talk like that. I'm going to tell you, if you don't have the power in you, though, 
You cannot address the systems of this age and the day we're in. They're evil. And there are spirits of wickedness and perversion that are at play right now. And the only spirit that overcomes wickedness and perversion is the Holy Spirit. In you. In you. The only way you can be courageous, the only way you can be strong, the only way you can be consistent is if you cultivate a lifestyle where the Spirit of God is in you. And it's not a once and done thing. It's a perpetual going back to prayer. Holy cow, it's crazy out there, God. Gosh, we just healed a guy. We thought we did a good thing. A guy who's been a leper since, or pardon me, a, a... a uh, cripple since he was born. We just said, hey, silver and gold. Not saying I don't have it, but you don't need that. You don't need another handout. You need to help up, okay? So here it is in the name of Jesus, walk. You'd think everybody would be excited that a miracle happened and somebody who was unable to function is functioning, contributing to society. But religious people get jealous when all of a sudden a move of God starts happening. Yeah, it exposes them. People in authority don't like it when God starts moving because they lose control of the people. I'm going to tell you right now, government wants to control you. Oh, yeah. That's why they pandemicked us with the vaccine. A vaccine that actually doesn't work, was never intended to work. They want you depending on the government. And so when you start depending on God, the government loses its power over you. And they don't like to lose their power over you. They want you under their control. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. That's what you need the Spirit of God for. He says he will lead you into all truth. And when you have the Spirit of God in you, sometimes you don't even know what it is. Something's not right, though. I can just tell something's not right. The Spirit of God is in me. Is he in you? Do you have the helper in confusing times where you're constantly, you hear the rhetoric of the day and the drumbeat of the Goliaths of the day constantly, constantly, night and day, morning and night, the drumbeat of our media. If you're not careful, man, you'll just start to march right along. No, 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 no. We march to a different drum, baby. Come on now. I got to get through the word here. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, I thought that was the, um, the keys already. I'm like, gosh, we haven't even got through the opening scriptures. <laughs> okay, for the sake of moving forward here, what I'd like you to do is study the book Acts. Just go read it yourself. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They say it's the only book that's still going. Because greater works will you do if you have the, yeah. Without him, you're helpless. With him, you're greatly helped. Okay. I can tell the name of the message is Fresh Fire. And I feel most fresh when I have an acronym. And I've, I've got one. Fresh was a little risky. 
Probably wouldn't get through all those uh, letters. Fire, though. I think I could do it. I think I could do fire for you. Thank you. Thank you. First thing that the power of God comes for, again, I want, I want you to understand what the help is for so you can have an appetite for it. If you, if, if you don't understand what the Holy Spirit is for, remember, he's not for you to fill ghost goosebumps and he's not for you to be weird and he's actually for you to be effective and powerful and to be close to God. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to just share a couple things that the Holy Spirit has come to help us with. Um, the first is he has a fresh fight for us. A fresh fight. We had a merge night here on uh, Friday night. Holy cow. It's crazy, man. We want to honor Nate and Sean and Daniel and Colin. And I mean, you, what you guys have done, like, you saw even on the screen, like, we raise men here. We're passionate about strong men. Um, men that know how to fight, men that engage in the fight. You know what the most pathetic thing in the world is? Weak men. Weak men is like, ugh. <laughs> you live in a culture that wants weak men, that emasculates men, that makes fun of men. God builds men. God's a man maker. The Holy Spirit makes men. He will make a man out of you. And you need his help, man. Come on. Let's talk about it. You know how much you need his help, okay? Well, what we were talking about on Friday night is that God wants to put a fight back in us. And I want to really talk a little bit. It, it is Vision Builders. Um, and we, we had a, um, like a crazy Vision Builders, Pastor Mike Clark. Like, we're a bit competitive around here. Marco and Natalie were asking us, well, what do you guys think is going to happen at Vision Builders? We're like, we're like 12 weeks in. We have no idea. Like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Do you have any goals? I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know. Like, get, get through the Sunday maybe? Like, <laughs> gosh, you know. And I can't, and I, if I could, if we could have shared what God was going to do, I would they would have said, you're crazy. He couldn't do that in three months. And, but I want you to know, God was stirring our hearts. Like the book of Acts, by the way. He stirred people financially. When the spirit of God moves in your life, you will be stirred. I'm sad if the church isn't stirred. If God's people aren't stirred. Like something's wrong. Well, um, there they See? The Holy Spirit. Thanks, General. I see. Even the Holy Spirit wants me to move along is what you're saying. He's helping me. He's helping me. <laughs> well, there was some big time people that felt stirred and called to pledge. Like, we pledge. And, and, uh, and, but here's what I have to tell you. Like, how many here, like, maybe pledged for the first time? Like, you went after, like, vision builders and... Okay, good. Good for you. Good for you. Um, you made a great decision, but here's what I want to tell you. Get ready for a fight. See, Vision Builders is taking territory. This is the problem with the church right now. We feel like we hear from God. We get into an environment. I actually think we do hear from God. I, th I think we do. I think we get environments where God has spoken to us. 
Okay, that's, that's really why they went into prayer. They would spend time with prayer, and the Spirit of God would call, fall, and then he would show them things to do. And then they would go back out into the world, and the world was way crazier than they remembered. Because when you're in the presence of God, it's like anything is possible. But then you get into the face of the world, and it feels like, oh, my gosh, I could not have heard correctly. And I, and I, I think the problem with most of Christianity is we think if it's God's will, it's just going to happen. No, no, no. Let me tell you how the kingdom of God works. God reveals his will to you. And then you go out into opposing worldviews and opposing forces, and you have to begin to enforce. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and violent people, violent believers take it by force. Force sounds a lot like fighting. Violence sounds a lot like fighting. I want you to know, this is our 11th Vision Builders. Of the 11 years that we've pledged, three of those years were a fight. We thought, when you're freaking hearing from God, you're like, he's going to do something epic. I just know God's going to show up. Because all of us have a big heart. We all, we all have a big heart. A lot of times we don't have means that can keep pace with our heart. So we want to do good things, but our life is not like where our heart is. It's dangerous, by the way. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. If you continue to have a big heart, but you don't have a big life, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to, have to sh you're going to have to lower your expectations to the size of your life, the size of your faith, the size of your help. I don't want to lower my expectations to the size of my life. I want to build my life to keep pace with the size of my heart. I want my heart to grow 10 sizes like the Grinches. If you continue to live in unmet vision and unrealized dreams, you will shrink up. You, you will. Your heart will get sick. It's one of the most dangerous things that can happen to you is you get despondent, discouraged, disoriented, disheartened. One of the things that Awaken has come to do is breathe again on your heart, on your dreams, on your desires, so that you can go after God again. You will not take territory without a fight. And this is what I need to share as a pastor. We didn't come here, actually, to just be nice to everybody. We came here to raise an army. An army. An army. Let me just read one more scripture. This is out of Ezekiel 37. Pastor Ashley, I think this is like your life scripture. It's also mine. It's also mine. We can share this one. It's an incredible story where God speaks to Ezekiel and he shows him um, Israel, the state of the nation. And he showed um, dry bones. You ever heard? Remember, you, you might not have read this story, but you probably all sang rattle. You know, I gotcha. <laughs> So crazy that we're caught up in the, the songs of the day, but we're not in the word for the day. You need to get, yeah, sing that song and get in the word. That was actually written from here. So after God began to move and bring the bones back together, the bones always represent hopelessness, dryness, a loss of heart, a loss of, of expectation, a loss of fight. But once, it, then, then this is, pick it up here. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath. 
prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds. Doesn't that sound familiar? Come like a mighty rushing wind. Come on the four winds, O breath, and breathe on the slain. Breathe on these people. So the prophet, Ezekiel, which is our role as a church, by the way, not to just teach, but to declare, but to release. When the Holy Spirit is in you, you have the power to release life, not just talk about things. Not just determine the temperature. Ah, I think it's 82 today. You set the temperature in culture when the power of God is in you. If we don't set the temperature, we're only going to read it and complain about it. We're in a culture that's being set by woke agendas and wickedness and perversion. In America, one of the greatest miracles in the history of the world is the United States of America. We're three years away from 250 years. We have to determine... Are we going to be the people that take America forward with the power of God? Listen, this, this nation was not built without the power of God. Not, it, there's no way. There's no way you could do what's been done here. Is God done, though? He is if you won't fight. He is if you won't fight. He is if you won't be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, you're not big enough, strong enough, patriotic enough, and I'm a patriot. But I realize there's an enemy who is real. He hates this country. He's a globalist. He wants to destroy nationalities and bring a global agenda. It's true. It's real. It's not a conspiracy. It's real. But there's a real answer. It's called the church. Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. But that church needs a helper. It needs strength. It needs power. And you need the Holy Spirit. I want you to know that first vision builders was gnarly for us. It was horrible. It was difficult. It was not what we thought. We had a plan. And everything that we thought was going to happen didn't happen. So you know what we had to do? Well, we just decided it must not be God's will. Because it wasn't easy. I mean, sure enough, if it was God's will, I mean, he said it. He's going to have to make it happen. No, that's not how fighting works. Fighting looks more like this. We're celebrating 18 years of business, babe. I can count six times where I thought we were going under. Six times where I was paralyzed with fear. Paralyzed like, like I remember in 2007, right when everything went down, like laying there on my floor, like just sick, thinking we're going to lose everything. I still, I remember it clear as day. And guess what? I had the helper. And you know what he said to me? When the world was telling me it's all going down, you know what he said to me? No, no, I'm with you. You just need to fight. I can't go to work for you. But if you go to work, I can go with you. Oh, shoot. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Let me say that again. I can't go to work for you. But if you go to war, I'll go with you. Some of you who are taking territory for the first time, you're going to have to go to war. It's going to be a fight. You're gonna have, the rewards are not for those that pledge. They're for those that fight. And you know what? Looking back, 
those are the seasons that made us men and women of faith. In fact, you can't be built into a person of faith if you don't have a fight in you. It's actually impossible to think of yourself as a person of faith if you don't have a fight. I don't know how we're going to get through these last three points. Somebody had faith, though, in me. I'm going to go real quick. Um, Let me say this, though. Um, you, You cannot win in this world and in your life and in your family and in your finances and wherever it is that you're fighting without without the helper you can't you can't you won't it's too crazy the next thing that fire is for is fresh intimacy i was praying for um cameron where you at cameron love you man you and your fam at Vision Builders, uh, the gala, I had a word for you, and it was get a new Bible. Because all your old highlighting and all your old underlining, God's going to do new things and say new things to you. And He doesn't want you carrying into this season old things and old patterns of how you saw the word. The word is living and active. And I just really want to say, like, if you'll press into God in this hour, he will speak to you. He will show you things. You'll have fresh intimacy. You'll have fresh connection with him. Even for us, we're going to write fresh songs, fresh songs. I'm telling you, fresh songs are coming. Has to come. Has to come. The Holy Spirit is an intimate God, and he wants to be close to you. He wants to show you things. He wants to reveal things to you, but you've got to spend time with him. Okay. Fresh restoration. Fresh restoration. Jesus, when he shows up, First thing he says when he opens up the scroll of Isaiah, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to bring good news to the poor. I want you to know good news to the poor is not that we're going to pay off your student loan debt. Good news to the poor is you're going to pay it off because you're prospering, because you're winning, because you're successful, because you're responsible, because you're empowered. It's not a political thing. It's an empowerment thing. Once again, the government is trying to reel you in to be dependent on them. And God wants you to be strong and dependent on him. Don't be looking for free stuff. When's the last time you ever got anything free and really valued it? You want to value something? Work for it. Fight for it. Jesus said he sent me to comfort the brokenhearted, to proclaim captives will be released and prisoners will be free. He sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. The day of God's anger against his enemies is here. goes on to say that they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for his glory. And they will rebuild, restore ancient ruins, things that have been broken. And they will revive them, though they've been deserted. Fresh restoration, that spirit that was on Jesus to restore. Where does he intend that spirit to be? In us. We preach the gospel now. We preach the life-changing, life-transforming power of God. We preach it. 
you preach. It's in you. It's in your connect group. It's when you lay hands on the sick. It's when you go into business. It's when you go into politics. It's when you take on the woke uh, education system. It's when you go into media. The Spirit of God is on you to fix things. Wherever there is brokenness, we, ref we fix it because the Spirit of God is in us and on us. All right. Well, that's, the last one is fresh expectation. We got through it. We're going to be done here. I promised Sean Burroughs that we'd get out of here by 1025. You can start on time and end on time and still see God move. But I better keep moving. Listen, if you're here, and we're going to have our prayer team up here, I will be at the altars this Sunday. Not praying, getting prayer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't have a pass on life because I'm the pastor. I don't get a free pass on, you know, my, raising my kids just comes easy and building my business, cash flows easy. No, 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 I got to fight. Do you want the number one prayer request for my year is, for my year? Any guesses? Fresh baptism in the Holy Spirit. Because I get with God and I see all that he wants to do in the Treasure Valley in the Northwest. And then I go back out here and I see that Gavin Newsom was just in Boise. Has plans, has nefarious plans to probably turn us into a great city like Portland. Golly, boy, they know how to wreck stuff. Um, and yet I, you can get hopeless and despairing when you start looking around at the world. And so I have to cry out to God for more help, more Power. I will be up here. Pastor Mike Clark is going to be praying for me first. Let me go first, please. I want you to know you have a pastor who's hungry, who needs help. I need help. I'm, I know where to get it, though. These altars are a place where God moves. If you're here today and you need help, you need help. You need God's power in you. Come on, you know who you are. My question is not do you need it where? Where and what for? What are you supposed to fix? What are you supposed to fight? Come on. Anybody tired of just sitting around? Hoping everything works out? If you sit around and hope, it ain't going to happen. But if you'll get up and engage, anything's possible. If you're here and... You need God's help in your life, and you want the Holy Spirit. You discovered, wow, he came to actually give me power, power for life, power for the things that God's called me to. If that's you, just maybe just put your hand up if you need power. You need fresh power, fresh fire, fresh fire. All right, if that's you, I want you to stand up. I want you to stand up. I want you to repeat after me. Whoa, 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 look around. There's a lot of us that need power. You think God promises things and then doesn't want to deliver? Repeat after me, Father God, thank you that you went away so that you could send the helper. I realize I need the helper to fill me with courage and confidence and fight and fresh intimacy 
fresh restoration. I need restoration. I need you to restore me, my hopes, my dreams, my gifts, my work ethic, my fight, my fire. Holy Spirit, fill me afresh. I need your power. I need everything Jesus paid for. I need access to the ability to do greater works. He's here. Okay, I'm just going to pray for you. Our, our, our prayer team's going to come up here. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for moving in the lives of your people. I thank you for an empowering church. I thank you for a church that moves in your presence, moves in your power. I thank you for fresh fight in us. Fresh fight. Those of us that are taking territory, I say put a fight in us. Put a fight in us. I say fresh intimacy like Cameron. Cameron is a beautiful bride. I say fresh intimacy, fresh intimacy, fresh intimacy. Fresh time in the word, fresh worship, fresh connections. Refreshing. Coming from the presence of God. I declare the spirit of God flowing like never before in the treasure valley. Unlock the heavens here, God. Unlock the heavens. Blow like a mighty rushing wind across this valley. And fill us. Start with us. Start with us. And we just want to thank you for what you're doing here in the lives of your amazing people. We love you. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.